Welcome to Sacred Reading at Brandon High School, Season 4, The Patron Saints of Nothing. I am Miss Huff, and with me today is... Miss Craig. This section really hit me, because we're actually finding out more about June now that Jay is no longer with his uncle. Once he gets to his aunt's, once he goes with Mia into the slums, like, we learn so much more about him. And... As I start to think about him, I had a question this week for Havrutha. So I want to start on page 180. Um, this is his, Jay's first night in his aunt's house. And he's looking through June's stuff that he left. And he finds this book of poetry. And he says, Then I reach a litany for survival. And my God, there's nothing I can do after finishing it besides close the book, stare at the ceiling, and soak in her words. This poem is a typhoon. So I went to the poem and read it, and he's right. And then I want to talk about, my question is, how do we see Jay in that poem, and how do we see June in that poem? And I'm going to suppose an answer, because that's what we do with Havrutha, is meet in the middle after we both try to answer a question. But I want to read the poem for everybody, too. So here's the poem. A Litany for Survival by Audre Lorde. For those of us who live at the shoreline, standing upon the constant edges of decision, crucial and alone, for those of us who cannot indulge in the passing dreams of choice, who love in doorways, coming and going, in the hours between dawns, looking inward and outward at once before and after, seeking a now that can breed futures like bread in our children's mouths so their dreams will not reflect the death of ours. For those of us who we imprinted with fear, like a faint line in the center of our foreheads, learning to be afraid with our mother's milk, for by this weapon the illusion of some safety to be found, the heavy-footed hoped to silence us. For all of us, this instant and this triumph, we were never meant to survive. And when the sun rises, we are afraid it might not remain. When the sun sets, we are afraid it might not rise in the morning. When our stomachs are full, we are afraid of indigestion. When our stomachs are empty, we are afraid we may never eat again. When we are loved, we are afraid love will vanish. When we are alone, we are afraid love will never return. And when we speak, we are afraid our words will not be heard nor welcomed. But when we are silent, we are still afraid. So it is better to speak, remembering we were never meant to survive. All right. So my first answer is that June reads this and sees I was never meant to survive. This is right before he leaves his Chato's house and he says he's no longer going to pretend. So I think I see him saying that he is afraid, that he was afraid all those times he ran. Um, afraid at, of Tito Maning afraid of what he feels for Rania, afraid of living a lie at Tita Tato and Tita, Tita Inez's. I see June being afraid in his life that he's not living authentically and not doing enough. And then this whole, you're supposed to speak because we're not meant to survive, might almost be his call to action that June might be leaving and going to Rania because it's better to speak. It's better to say he loves her. It's better to live his life as authentically as he can, even if he is afraid. 
And I think Jason's been afraid too. You know, he talks about how he just sits at home and plays video games. But how he was so nervous to talk to his uncle. Nervous to go and find out about all of this in the slums. Um, scared at first to ask if the little girl at Reina's is his cousin's kid. I think he's afraid of a lot of things. And I don't know that he's afraid of finding out more about June. I think he's afraid of finding out about himself. I think he doesn't know who he is, and I don't know that he thinks he's going to like who he sees when he figures it out. But I don't know that that's all of it. What do you see in this poem, and what do you see of them? I think he's afraid of not being like June um, because he remembers June as this very compassionate person who always strove to do the right thing, and he's afraid that he doesn't measure up and... You know, he stopped writing June those letters and he stopped paying attention. And June was someone he always remembered paying attention. And I really see Jason in this first part when it's talking about the passing dreams of choice and coming and going. I mean, the choice he faces is whether to come home to the place where he lived the first year of his life. And at the end of the book, he also has to make that choice. He didn't have a choice when he was a baby about being taken to America. Uh, so he is coming into his own as a man now, as a young man instead of a child, and having to deal with those choices and having to make them you know, based on a moral standpoint. Um, and I also see in this poem, when it's talking about fear and it's talking about not being meant to survive, that can certainly apply to June as far as you know him being unconventional and questioning the government um, the government doesn't mean for people like him to survive. But in a more universal way, none of us are meant to survive. You know, death is going to come for all of us at some point. But there's such a thing as a good death. There's such a thing as somebody coming to death in their own time. And what June is really fighting for is human dignity and for people to have dignified deaths at the fullness of their life. Um, that's the future that they're trying to create that just doesn't exist right now in their reality. I mean, and there's this idea of impermanence in the poem too, that even when they're in love, uh, they're afraid that the love will vanish. So even when good things are happening, those good things are temporary, you know? Eventually everything will end, but you still want things to come to a sense of completion and wholeness. That like our life only has meaning because it ends. Yes. We need to live our lives as who we are because this is temporary. And if you want a legacy and if you want to have meaning, then you have to have lived well and have, therefore, a good death. So it's not really June wanting to save people's lives so much as saving their human dignity. And his own. Yes. So that he had to leave his father's and he had to leave because he, in order to live his authentic self and be who he really was, and not be crushed by society. He had to go and do this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jay, when they're going out into the slums and Mia's professor asks him, like, are you ready to give your life to find this out? And he's not sure at first, but then he says, yes. I see him wanting to find not only who June was, but who he is he and and he wants to like 
all of a sudden he wants to bring this to the whole world. He wants everybody to know about it, even if he doesn't know how to do that yet. Throughout the novel, the way that June lives on is by, you know, creating those memories in other people where they then want to take on elements of his own personality and his own ethos, you know? That's how he really lives on. Sure. Um, he lives on in, in Reina, Reina and, and her striving to live her life and be free of the traffickers. And he lives on in everyone that he touched, you know? Uh, his, Jason's aunt, clearly thought of him like a son and clearly remembered them as a family. You know, they have that picture of all of them there in her bedroom, in their bedroom as them as a family. And I think that that love lives on too. So as we think about Jay and June and this poem, I also kind of think about myself too. Um, this, this fear, I feel like that's ever present right now in our lives with COVID. And I was afraid I wasn't doing enough when the library was closed and I wasn't vaccinated. But then we come in and I'm vaccinated, but am I doing enough to keep everybody safe now that we're open and more normal? So no matter which way I go, there is that fear there. And I hope that I am doing enough mm -hmm. if I'm not gonna survive to be living authentically. I think that right now what we have in June is this like crazy selfless kid you know it's like he is trying to do everything for everyone else and it's never about him it's always about the other person and trying to help them and always trying to do more and he will take less for himself and that's more than I know how to live up to yeah, he, he really uh, sacrifices himself as a martyr for his cause. And um, I think that there's a balance between doing what you can and doing what you should. Um, and both, both impulses need to be in our minds, but there's definitely a balance to be struck. Yeah, so as you guys read this and think about this, I'd love to know what your thoughts are. Are there ways that you feel afraid are there ways that this poem impacts your life and what else do you see with june and jason as you read this next week i think things are about to get real considering that the chapter title of our next read starts with something i can't even say on the podcast everyone losing their stuff so i think we're really gonna bring this all home and together and i can't wait to see what happens with his family uh, let us know what you think, and I can't wait to read again with you. Have a great day.